what's up, everything? Not a lot is up, which is why this episode is terrible. Bear with us, we're trying to get better. So let's get started, and let's go Blues! in person in our exotic no no i can't even pull now it. now to be deemed exotic in a nondescript apartment in a place in a location <laughs> <laughs> we're being held here against our will that's right we're back in captivity as we always belong <laughs> uh ian welcome back to st louis how are you doing <laughs> I'm trapped here. I live here in a state of uh, perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a word? Um, but you're leaving tomorrow. But I'm leaving tomorrow for the bright and sunny shores of the Lake of Michigan. That's right. <laughs> in Chicago. That's right. That's right. You know, I, I haven't been to Chicago, like downtown Chicago, probably in, oh boy, over like 12 years, 13 years, something like that. I've visited Chicago a number of times in the last three or four, but they've always been to like the uh, urban suburbs, let's call mm-hmm. it. Not necessarily the suburbs, but not really downtown are, either. Are y'all staying downtown? This oh, summer? yeah. We're oh, going nice. to stay downtown. Nice. Going to live the life. Going to find some sick restaurants. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, I really do love Chicago. Not its teams yeah that's right oh well, actually you know the bears i can get with yeah white Sox are okay mostly the blackhawks <laughs> and cubs can suck it you know yeah. but um but yeah it's a cool city i'm glad you guys get to explore i mean i'm pretty disappointed i wasn't in quit <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, whatever um so we're gonna do um a, a shorter podcast today to talk about some of the fun and hotter topics that have popped up in this week and the next week while we're still in person we'll do the prospect pyramid Mm -hmm. oh me oh my um so that'll be exciting everybody has to be excited you gotta that's right you're killing get pumped (laughs) (laughs) you gotta pick a prospect you gotta pick your favorite prospect Uh, okay, <laughs> so um, is it little Goliath? Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's Troll Boy. <laughs> can't, be, can't be Troll Boy. <laughs> we should name each of the guys after <laughs> after a little. Uh, I can't even think of the name of that show. Little Buff Boy. Yeah, Goose Suit. That's right. <laughs> that's it's an old circus that's, term. That's why they say it. Okay, um, so a, a few th- things have happened in the NHL this week. Most of them are. Uh, borderline insane, and we're here to talk about all of them. One of the least insane uh, is that today Jake Ottinger signed a three-year, $4 million contract extension, $4 million per season. Mm. Um, that's, a, I think, a good number for him, probably, based on his workload and everything. Right. Uh, any longer a contract, and you would have had to pay him a lot more, but at least he got his money. He secured the bag, you know, He's, so you got his a uh, ticket, right? That's, that's right. your other favorite term. That's right. That's that's pretty good for the Dallas Stars. You know, I'm sure he was obviously going to be asking for more, but for a guy that hasn't won the cup or anything, but looked really, really, really good, was their MVP in mm-hmm. that Calgary series. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to think that he's earned that and that he can only improve on that from such a young age. I mean, what is he? He's he's younger than 25, right? Yeah, he is. Uh... He is, let me look, right here, 23. Dang, see? So, yeah, I mean, you got to hope. Obviously, um, goalies are voodoo magic and anything can happen, but you would think with someone with that sort of pedigree and resume, and he was already a highly touted prospect, that he'll be able to live up to that that contract. Um, one of the few bright spots on that team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking of which, the other bright spot, Jason Robertson, they currently have $6.3 million to sign him, and that's not going to be enough. Mm-mm. They have uh, an owner, Tom Gaglardi, 
or Gagliardi or Gagliardi. It should, it should be Galliardi, yeah. but they've put too many letters and in there, it. Or too few. There needs to be oh, an yeah. I in there. But, Ellis Island fucked up. That's right. <laughs> but um, he had some thoughts that he voiced on the Cam and Strick podcast, our local heroes, our beloved <laughs> Cam and Strick. We, we, try and, um, uh, we try to mimic them in every way. Yeah, that's right. We want to be just like them. Uh, and... I will give it to Andy and Cam. They get uh, fairly high-profile guests, mm-hmm. and then they have a they have a pretty good ability to make them say stupid things. Um, so you know they they have Tom, Tom Gagliardi, the owner of the Dallas Stars, on, and while he is in the middle of a contract negotiation with Jason Robertson, one of the brightest young stars in the league. He says, he's asked about it. I mean, it's not like they trapped him in a corner. <laughs> he was asked straight up. And he said, kids in the third year of his, a kid in his third year of his entry-level contract puts up 40 goals, and now he wants $7 million. And if you want term, he's going to take you higher than that. The stars are taking all the money, and the guys in the middle are getting squeezed. So the veterans who don't score a lot are getting squeezed. I don't like it. I think there are a lot of guys in the league making a million dollars who are better players, and the guys who can put the puck in the net are getting too big a piece of the pie. Uh, Ian, when I heard this, I was stunned into non-speech. <laughs> I was unable to speak because of the stunning were, that I had received. You were in a stupor. I was in a stupor, and I was stunned, and I could not speak. Um, yeah. I. This is... This is just craziness. I I understand that he doesn't want to pay players a lot of money. If he's just talking from a business standpoint, like, I would much rather keep my money and pay them less money. Like, thank you for stating that the sun is hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, very A very understandable point. But you're in a business where you have players that score 30 plus goals a player that got them 40 goals last year what what did he score last year i think 40 um, jason robertson goal he's literally like your best player by country mile yeah and here's the thing it's not jason robertson's fault that you're paying jamie ben and tyler sagan too right. so much freaking money 41 goals 38 assists last year yeah, this whole thing where he's before like before that year before that he was seventeen and twenty eight in fifty one games. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just say you don't. He was just talking about how like the guys in the middle are getting squeezed. That's that's just part of it now. You can't be paying a third line center five million dollars a mm-hmm. year. You can't. Jason Robertson also literally off the chart. Oh, on yeah. the RPM chart, the evolving hockey chart with the five bars on offense and above average on defense. And just 22, is mm-hmm. it? 23 now. Um, this is, it's just so bad. Like, one of my problems with this is he doesn't actually believe this. Mm-hmm. He doesn't actually believe what he's saying. And the way I know he doesn't believe what he's saying is because he's paying the players. Mm. It's his decision. If he wanted to be, to build a team of JT Compers and Tyler Pitlicks, he could. <laughs> yeah. He would be free to do that. And he could pay them all $3 million a season. Hell, Jim Benning did that for years <laughs> in Vancouver. So we know it can be done. Right. But he's... He's going to pay Jason Robertson a lot of money because that's what Jason Robertson deserves to be paid. Mm. He doesn't believe this. And he certainly doesn't believe that the $1 million guys are better than the $9 million that's guys. That's what I mean. I'm like, you really want to pay, I was looking at it, like Luke Glendening, Joel Kiviranta. You got to pay those guys like a real hefty amount of money to yeah. keep them. Well, I mean, what's he like? And I know I'm not even trying to say this derive derip. I can't speak. I'm not trying to say this insultingly. I'll just switch words entirely. I'll give up on the one I was trying to say. I give up. To to the next word. Uh, But, um, like, does he want, like, a communist team where everybody just makes an equal share of the pie? Or, like, make four million. Yeah. It's like, I just don't even understand what he thinks is happening here. I mean, I guess. Guess he wants to go back to pre free agency times or whatever, but like their whole problem is that they're and he said this to his credit. 
He just straight up said, look, Sagan and Ben are making a a fourth of the salary cap and they're not producing enough. So, you know, I mean, at least he puts the the correct people on blast. But, like... He's been doing that for, like, three or four years now. But, like, you guys chose to pay Mason Marchment $4.5 a season for the next four seasons. That was your choice. That Mm -hmm. was something... That was something that you and or your ownership and or your management looked at and thought, this is a good idea. We should do this. Mm. I'm, I'm a big fan of this plan, Stan. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I just, it strikes me as uh, this whole thing rings hollow to mm. me because, you know, you're whining about having to pay. You're trying, to, first of all, you're trying to do your contract negotiation through the media, which is stupid and which I hate. And then you're whining about your best player wanting money, which is stupid and which I hate. And I, if I was Jason Robertson, I'd say, walk me into the free agency then, motherfucker. I'm not <laughs> like, I don't want to stick around if you don't want me here. Yeah, you know? you're nickel and dime me. If you can't appreciate that I want, didn't he win the Calder? Or he was very close to winning the Calder. Yeah. Um, and then uh, had a 40-goal season in my third year here. Like, you should be doing cartwheels that you have a player this good, and instead you're complaining about it. Um, I just don't get it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just say it's just weird because, again, he's your best player. Oh, he's, Kaprizov won the Calder that you Oh, yeah. He's your, he's your only offensive hope right now. You have all that money tied up in those two older guys. Maybe, maybe the guy who's managing your money, Jim Nill, maybe you need to talk to Jim. Maybe you got to figure out what the fuck Jim's doing. Um, because he's supposed to be managing this roster and he doesn't look like he's doing a very good job, and he's been there for quite some time. Um, maybe Jim's part of the issue there. Yeah, maybe, but that's probably he's probably in the old boys club that you oh, know are yeah, untouchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he knows what he's doing. They just haven't gotten past the second round, other than in a COVID year, in I don't know, freaking fifteen years or so. Yeah. Uh, yikes! I love looking at the Calder Trophy winners because it's just such a like. Uh, who's who since 0506 there's like just two back to back that are like glaring horrifying mistakes (laughs) i'll go backwards because it'll be funnier that way moritz cider obviously it's too soon to know but he looks like a stud yeah carol kaprazoff kale mccarr elias patterson matthew barzell austin matthews artemi panarin aaron ekblad nathan mckinnon Jonathan Huberdeau, Gabriel Landis-Cog, Jeff Skinner, eh, 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 Tyler Myers, ooh, oh, yeah, and then the Ian, Ian, Steve Mason. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Patrick Kane of Goody Malkin and uh, Alexander Ovechkin. And then before the before the lockout, uh-huh. Andrew Raycroft and Barrett Jackman. Before the lockout, it was pretty dark. It was <laughs> Raycroft, Jackman, Heatley. Navikov or Navakov, Scott Gomez, Chris Drury. I mean, those two are both fine, but not like all time greats, I guess. And Sergey Samsonov and Brian Burrard. And then before that, a lot of Hall of Famers. Man. What strikes me weird, too, is like, what was that, 2015 or like the 15 16 season? That it's Panarin, who I know did really well, but then it wasn't. McDavid, but that's because McDavid was like broke his collarbone uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. That's like a weird, crazy. I mean, I get McDavid Hall of Fame, whatever, but it's like this weird missing piece on like the bingo card of like he didn't get the call there. What the fuck? And then you're gonna have to look into it. Yeah. Then you got to figure out why. I, but yeah, as far as Dallas goes, like I think they, I think it's a, a GM issue. I mean, obviously their owners up his own butt with some of this this cost stuff. I know every owner and GM is like, we really wish the the bridge contract came back. And I'm like, yeah, man, but one of you. Do the work. One of you go back and look, connect all the dots. One of you fucked this up a long time ago mm-hmm. and messed it up for all the other GMs because this is the new standard. These young guys get paid <laughs> right away. I mean, I think a lot of it too is analytics, right? Like they've shown that the age curve hits pretty hard on a lot of players mm-hmm. um, after 30, pretty much. So, like, you're now paying these guys for their actual primes, which is like 22 through 27, 28, and then. Now these older guys aren't going to get paid as much. Um, you're now paying guys for future production and what they should be producing versus paying guys for what they did produce. Yeah. Um, and yeah, which like, by the way is a better system. Mm-hmm. That is actually how you pay for the proper thing. 
and not the wrong thing. Right. That's how you avoid paying for Jamie Benn and freaking Tyler Sagan, for example. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can, they did great for you, but that's not what they're going to be doing anymore. They can't, you know, analytics have proven that. So, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. What's his name? Jim? Yeah. Jimbo. Jimmy Bob. Um, Dallas. Dallas. In a, I was going to say a free fall. They're not in a free fall. They're okay at best in the central. We'll talk about that more when we preview the central. <laughs> I can't wait for that. I also hate this man. And his gabagool face. Um, hey, oh! Speaking of things that I hate, um, <laughs> Tyler Pickwick, Pitlick is a St. Louis Blue. So, what are your thoughts on that? He's on, he's on a PTO. He's on a professional trial. And he will be tried it, and proven to fail. He'll be drawn and quartered. Um, it's fine. Was Scotty Upshaw a PTO yeah, or something? Oh, is he the next Scotty Upshaw? Is that what you're saying? But is that where we're headed, that we need a Scotty Upshaw type? Whoa, whoa, what are you trying to say uh, about Scotty Upshaw? Um, he was real scrappy-doo. He was a real scored a goal, celebrated like his life depended on it, which was great. He liked he one of our liked early one tweets. Of our tweets. That's right. Thanks, Scott. Scotty, we, we, thank Scott you so much. Scott Upshaw put this podcast on the map, and you will show some damn respect. <laughs> it's on his back. Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's the PTO for Pitlick doesn't matter in the least, but it's also just like one of those things again where it's like this is the late summer move. Uh-huh. Is this the late <laughs> the late summer move? Tyler Pitlick, and we, Perron left, and we signed Letty back, and we did nothing else. Um, it's just not been an exciting summer. So when the when the Blues app pings you like, hey, Tyler Pitlick's on a PTO, I'm like, excellent, very good, <laughs> very good. I'm so, I'm so thrilled. Tyler Pitlick's the one that's going to be um, pushing for a spot. Uh, the Jake Neighbor spot. You gotta give Jake Neighbor some competition. So, like, Jake, you know, Tyler Pitlick could take your position. That's no competition, <laughs> Doug. That's what we said about Brian Elliott. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Jake Neighbor should spit in the face of Tyler Pitlick. <laughs> a man, like, ten years his senior and be like, get me a coffee, Tyler. <laughs> this is my position, Tyler. Didn't Tyler Pitlick, like, play here for, like, Speaking of coffee for like a cup of coffee, didn't he? Or am I thinking of somebody else? I must be thinking of somebody else. Oh, it's it's been a rough off season. Like, has it really, really been a rough off season? No, the team's still here. But in terms of like what they could have done, like (laughs) that's your bar. Yeah, that's my bar. The team wasn't moving. Oh, you really are a Blues fan. That's your bar. Uh, I mean, like. I don't mean physically in that sense, but I mean yes, you've got Tarasenko and Bushnevich and Cairo and Thomas are fun, all all that jazz. But there was nothing to make this team any better. Yeah. And the problem is we needed to be better. Um. So yeah. So I hope Tyler Pitlick makes it. I hope he's a big impact player. Our next twenty plus goal scorer? Question mark. It could be. Could be. Who knows? Who knows? I've got opinions. Go to um, go to DraftKings. Is that's that right. a place? That's a right. That's a real place. Go to yes. DraftKings and lock that in. Tyler Pitlick. That's 21 right. Twenty-one goals. And speaking of gambling, someone who can spend a lot of time in the casino if he so chooses is Phil Kessel, who is oh, now God, the I Vegas Gold Knights this. member of the Vegas Gold <laughs> Vegas Gold Knights. Uh, I'm disappointed. Not because I really thought he was going to be a blue, just because I would have preferred for him to be anything else. There was some beat writer for the Blackhawks that was on like a fun little like Blackhawks need to sign uh, Castle. They need to bring Castle in, and then when Vegas signed him, he funnily enough lost his marbles on Twitter. I was like, "This is my signing. This is my only hope for any fun this year." And I was like, "Oh, sorry, buddy." Um, oh man, I feel that guy's pain. Though, to be honest with you, Phil Kessel on a. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Phil Kessel's on a team that's being coached by. Uh, 
what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Boston Bruins guy. Cassidy. 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 Yeah. I thought he was going to be on a Vegas Golden Knights team coached by freaking uh, Sourpuss. God, I can't think of anyone, any coach's name now. Pete DeVore? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, and I was like, a Pete DeVore Golden Knights with Phil Castellano? That doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound like those two are going to get along at all, but no worries. It's what, not the thing. I think what I don't get about this is like, I guess it's it's a classic Vegas move because they don't care about their players, so they'll just do whatever and fuck them over. But like, it seems to me like bringing him in when he's so close to the Ironman streak and you might want to scratch him occasionally is just such a weird move. Oh yeah, you know they will. That's the team that'll do it because oh just yeah, like, they don't give a fuck. Just f it. That's they don't give a single fuck. Yeah, exactly. But that like is worrisome to me, you know, because it's like. Don't be that way. Be better, you know? But they're not better, are they? No. Not at all. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Kessel will do fine there, I assume, and, you know, be um, probably a 20-goal type guy. Will he be a factor? Will he be a true factor there? He'll be an O'Reilly factor, um, but not the O'Reilly factor, because that's our guy until Vegas signs him next <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine living with that? Unbelievable. They're stealing our captains. <laughs> we just turned this into a narrative that doesn't even exist. <laughs> Damn it! Um, but yeah, I mean, like, Kessel to me is like... He's just turned into, like, almost the mascot of the NHL. Um, because he's like... <laughs> he's like such a... I don't know. He's just so unique. So unlike any other player... Um, so, I like how he doesn't play defense. Yeah, and everyone and everyone's okay with it. Like I get on the teams he's on, they probably aren't. But like, I feel like with a lot of other teams, when they have a goal scorer that doesn't play defense, even the opposition will be like, "Well, that dude sucks because he's a, he's not a two hundred foot player." And blah blah blah. But everyone else is just like, "Yeah, Phil Kessel scoring goals, eating the hot dogs." I think that's what it is. I think enough of the media in Toronto went after that poor guy. Um, just over, like, I don't know, how he looked or physical shape and blah, blah, blah and his defense that everyone rallied behind him. And like, we're okay with that, Phil. We don't care. And you can go anywhere and yeah. we don't care. We're just here for you, buddy. I think you're right. He really is, like, the mascot of the NHL because he's like, he's, like, a real player, but he's also sort of not. He's just kind of, like, he's a part of the NHL in a very unique way. Yeah. He's a real-life gritty. <laughs> he is. He is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited for him to have a job, I guess, but <laughs> if you saw Phil Kessel on the street, gun to your head, what, what's his job? What does he do? Oh, um, all right, let me get there. Let me, um, there's he, a gun to your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm done go, sir, sir, let me, hold on, let me think. Uh, he works as an assistant manager at Foot Locker. I could see that. Oh man, I could see that hardcore. Oh yeah. What do you think? What's your call? Um, he is he's taking my order at a Barnes and Noble Starbucks. <laughs> that's that's a good one. I like that. Um, yeah. So anyway, go for go go go, Phil. Go mascot. We love you. Um, but don't lead them to the Stanley Cup or nothing. Don't, no, don't, do don't worry crazy. about that. That's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> they are dealing with the potent uh, goalkeeping tandem of um, Laurent Brassois, who's hurt, and uh, who'd they just pick up? Oh, Aiden Hill, because Logan Thomas is also hurt now. Um, so, yeah, that is, that's not ideal either. Cash um, new chips. Yeah. But, uh, Anyway, I thought that was a, that was a fun signing for Vegas, but I don't like it. Um, next on this on this list of topics, Ian, and probably the one we'll spend the most time on transition. Uh, Tage, <laughs> shut up, shut. You know what? No, I'm done. The podcast done. I've been derot derot. Go to the next word. word. Next word. I say the word i've been insulted so much insulted 
what's the word? Derisive. But how do you... How do you I've been derisive. Derided. Derided. I've been derided. <laughs> I got there. <laughs> I've been derided too much this episode. Uh, speaking of derided, Tage Thompson's <laughs> contract is being derided by plenty of people. Uh, signing for seven years at $7.14 million. Um, are you okay with that? Is that something you'd do? No. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> never... Never in a million years would I have thought Tage Thompson was ever going to have that kind of contract. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely also didn't think he was going to get 30-plus goals, but um, here we are. If he continues to do that, this is a fine contract. I don't know that he will. I also feel like this exact same management team saw Jeff Skinner do this. And did the same thing to Jeff Skinner, who had more of a track record, and Mm -hmm. he fell apart. So I can't imagine why you would want to do this again. Um, But so they have. Well, they're pretty dumb, um, is what I would say, (laughs) if I had to say anything. Not smart. You know? Um, They're not very smart, and I think... You know, I, I just don't... It just seems like such an obvious mistake. Like, no offense to Tage, but he seems like such a Brad Boys. Where it's like, you know what we'll I'm saying? We'll also play for the Buffalo Sabres That's for a right. while. But, uh... No, yeah, 100%. It's, it's lightning in a bottle. Like, and especially for, like, one season. Because, like, I always think of those two where, like, he hasn't done this at any other level yeah, and he's also this was the one season where no one could figure him out, and Tage Thompson scoring wow, that's crazy, and from like weird angles and blah blah blah, and then they'll figure it out, and he won't score anymore. <laughs> like yeah. he's just not from what I've seen, he's not quite dynamic enough for him to have like another level or another thing goalies haven't seen to really keep folks guessing. He doesn't have like some crazy hot wrister uh-huh. or like just this immaculate slap shot. He's just scoring because no one knows who Tage Thompson is and they will know and now they do know and I just can't see him doing that again if he does cool awesome like I'm not rooting against the guy by any means but like no I just don't think that's the more likely scenario and yet they paid for the more unlikely scenario yeah like this is a dude who screamed bridge deal like given that Mm -hmm. deal pay him well Give him four million. Give him the Jake Ottinger, you know. Mm. Give him a couple years where he's paid well. He can't have anything to be mad about. But you aren't committing to him like he's the future of your franchise when you have no way of knowing whether he actually is. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is you know like troublesome for me is just you you really can't know if this guy is going to be the next big thing or not. And at this point, you're kind of just guessing that this is going to this production is going to continue and i don't see any evidence that it will his Um, contract was going to be up next year like he had one more year left on his contract i think um so i think it's an extension right and so he like what was the fear was the fear that he was going to do this again or be better and that then he wasn't going to sign with you in buffalo i feel like that has to have been it and maybe that's a legitimate fear because Buffalo is like trying to rebuild and keep people and all that good stuff. But I don't know that it's such a legitimate fear that you had to like swing so far the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think people are gonna be pounding down the door for Tage Thompson, even if he did replicate that. Like, I don't know. Just feels like then you then you nut up and you pay you pay him this much then or whatever. Like I just don't see I just don't see why you thought you had to do this like right now. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And I think, I think the more interesting combo for me here is, for some reason, a lot of Blues fans, like a, a high number of Blues fans, I feel like felt the need to respond to this news mm-hmm. and be like, well, see, trade was 50-50. <laughs> or yeah. like, you know, like maybe it wasn't, maybe it's not about who wins or loses. Maybe it's about both teams getting what they wanted out of the deal. Mm-hmm. And like... I'm sorry, I just don't like... That's very kind of you, yeah. fans, but... 
Yeah, I mean, I just don't get... I don't know. I don't get why that was even a conversation that needed to be started. Like, and the, and the farthest I could go is, hey, good for Buffalo. They got one good piece out of a deal that gave us a Stanley Cup, a Selkie trophy, a Conn Smythe trophy, and a captain. Yeah. You know, like, good for them. Got, got rid of Patrick Berglund. Vladimir Saboka contracts yeah. like literally so many positives and they and they got their their 30 goal scorer tall boy pterodactyl man um and that's great but yeah it doesn't have to be this like I guess it was really the most even trade I've ever seen in NHL history I'm like no 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 yeah yeah and it's like I just don't I don't I guess people don't want to beat up on the Sabres and I'm not trying to be here beating up on them it's not it's an entirely different organization now but like I feel like they won Sab- the trade. That's not hard. I feel like Sabres fans are like memeing it, or they'll be like, "Well, it looks like we won the trade now." Like I've always said, like we were going to win this trade, sort of thing. And I feel like Blues fans are seeing this like being memed, and they're like, "Actually, they think it's like a real thing." These people are saying, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to start a fight. It's definitely like pretty equal for both teams." And it's like they're they're just effing around, man. Half the Buffalo Sabres fans, if not more, like don't like this contract either. So it's like. Don't worry, they they they're a special breed. They can take it. The Buffalo Sabres fans, you don't have to you don't have to coddle them and be like, you know what? I guess Tage Thompson's really even better than Ryan O'Reilly. So like, really, I guess maybe we lost the trade. I don't know. Just just you yeah. know, pump your brakes. It's just it's just such a weird conversation to have to me. I guess maybe I exaggerated it too much, but it's like, no, they could the Tage Thompson could retire a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And I still would barely call that trade 50-50. We got an immediate Stanley Cup because of it. Mm. You know, like, there's no there's no comparing to that. Unless Tage Thompson ultimately wins them a Stanley Cup. Yeah. And is like a Conn Smythe Trophy winner in the process. Even then, that's still one of those things where, like, even if he turned out really great, I'd still be like, was he going to be that here? Or, you yeah. know, that sort of thing where it's just like... It's still that's I would still say that was fifty fifty because then they you both got the ultimate goal at eventually or whatever so that's still a bonkers trade to me that that trade ruined me for um, other trades because now I expect amazing things every uh, UFA <laughs> trade or every like UFA first day UFA whatever what am I thinking about free agency um, and it, it never happens it makes me sad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we can. I guess we can stop beating up on the Sabers, but it just wacky signing, wacky, wacky, wacky tobacky, wacky Blues fans' reactions. I didn't even see. That's the weirdest things. I didn't even see Buffalo fans saying, "Oh, see, suddenly the trade's even." Yeah. Like it was Blues fans saying it. Mm. Um. So whatever. It's that Midwest charm. Yeah, you know? it's the just... gotta step out the way. Oh, oh. I guess that trade was fifty fifty. <laughs> Um, yeah, so in any case, uh, that was, that was a fun little revelation. Um, Mike Sullivan signed a three-year extension with the Penguins. Your deep analysis and thoughts on this? Um, I, they're bringing everyone else back, so might as well, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Bring them all back. They've clearly just entered right out the nostalgia territory, which is honestly fine with that team. Like, and they're not going to be bad for a couple years yet still, so like, let's have at it. I can't wait until, and I don't blame anyone either, but I can't wait till when the Crosby and Malkin retires and everyone on that team, like front office, other players, don't matter, they all jump. They, like, that place is going to be a sinking ship. The minute those two retire, it'll be like, Gensel's like, well, I'd like a trade. And uh, Burke will be like, eh, I'm retired for real. And Hextall's yeah. like, eh, I'm out of here. <laughs> They're oh, all yeah. just going to be like, for sure. eh, okay, F this. This is going to require a lot of work now? No, 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 no. I'm not into work. I no. don't want any of that. I've been coasting. Yeah, um, for sure. But, hey, take it while you can get it. Yeah. If you built a dynasty that impressive, you know. I don't, yeah, I honestly don't blame them. I'm sure there are fans there that are kind of like, I wish we were, you know, being a little more active and yada, yada. Like, makes it makes sense. But I think, yeah, when you have generational players like that and they still play fairly well for you, uh, to say the very least, during the season, might as well just 
just ride it out. And when they when they're not as good and they're old, that's that's whatever. You got you got a lot to be happy about. You got freaking three cups out of it. Yeah, exactly. But none of them were at home. But did you trade Tage Thompson for any of those cups? Because yeah. then I don't know. <laughs> no. they are, you know. Um, that's really all the hockey news I could find. There's ice at Enterprise Center. Steeple's going to be our jersey sponsor. Surprise, surprise. I don't think they announced that officially, but they did post an image of next oh, yeah. year where it was on every jersey. So, you know, whoops. Um, so that's this year that they're going to have the jersey? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. I believe so. When are they going to show the new reverse retros? So apparently, like, some of the color schemes leaked because they have some reverse retro t-shirts they're bringing out for all these different teams so you can kind of tell which ones might have like white reverse retros and things like that but it was only for like four or five teams and i don't know i'm just like we're in september it's got to be this month yeah that they tell us what's happening with those Uh, i would like to see i would hope i pray no more 90s jersey um that was fun uh, I'm sure we'll wear the 90s jersey uh, during this season, but I don't want to reverse retro that again. I don't need that to be yellow. I don't want a yellow jersey. Please, for the love of God, no yellow jersey. <laughs> I, that's so gross. Um, and then we're like the Predators, and that's nasty. So, you know, something neat, something cool. Um, maybe a cool cat jersey. Maybe bring back cool cat. Uh, just give us that jersey. I don't need to reverse it or nothing. I just, I just want that atrocity. Uh, available for purchase. Yeah, that'd be nice. I just want all the jerseys. I want to buy them all, and I want, most of all, I want Montreal to just do the same one they had before so that I can get a Slavkovsky one. (laughs) And then, you know, just leave it in my closet untouched. But it'll look nice. Just like my uh, Juan Soto uh, City Connect jersey for the Washington Nationals, which has become so... You know, very timely and everything. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's all, that's all the hockey. What else can we talk about, Ian? How can we fill the space? How can we really fill the fill yeah. this? It feels very new age. Folks, summer, this this summer especially with how little the Blues have done has been like... It's been rough. It's been dragging. Um, no. Why do we start late again? Like by It's only like a week, but it's I still know we always just start like October 4th or 8th or something. Yeah. And now it's like the 15th. I'm like, really? Just, uh, when the Blues tweeted out yesterday on September 1st, they were like, hey... Uh, we play hockey this month, and I'm like, that's nice, but like, not really. Not like, it's just like preseason hockey, uh-huh. and I shouldn't. Beggars can't be choosers, but but you can. I can. I can definitely choose. Be a I chooser, want be a beggar. Regular, regular, meaningful game one hockey. That's right, uh, Ian. What's your opinion of sloths? How do you feel about sloths? Are you pro sloth or anti sloth? Oh, sloth, like a Sloths, like the animal, like the animal, not I like thought, the seven deadly sins. I thought you were trying to say like slaw and sauce at the same uh-huh. time, and I was like, "Is that a thing in Jacksonville?" That's a funny story, actually. I had actually, to, yes. I had to I had to go into this now that you mentioned it because um, I have a friend, close friend in Jacksonville, who's uh, got a very thick um, Mississippi Alabama accent, and we were out out at a work. They'll, they'll tell you those are different. Yeah, well, they aren't. I mean, I'm sure they are, but I don't know the difference. So to me, they're the same. Uh, we were out at a work, like, uh, not really an event, like more like we were all going to drink after work on Friday. And it was six of us, including the president of the company, which is always fun because he, like, hangs out with us. But in any case, um, we were six people and, you know, there were a couple of drinks that had already been had. So however clear that accent might have been to begin with, it was only going downhill <laughs> at this point. And he starts talking about his favorite beer to drink out on a day of floating. And he goes, Bud Slut 55. And ev- the other five people at the table simultaneously like looked at each other like... <laughs> Did yeah. we all we all heard that, right? Bud Slut 55. <laughs> and we all like... We all like we're like yeah yeah we, you know without saying yeah. anything but we're all doing the like ha huh, ha huh, ha huh. and we look back at him and we're like what did you say and he's like Bud Slut fifty five and like we're like huh and he just keeps saying it 
And he finally says it like a little slower and he's like, Bud Select 55. <laughs> and I was like, Bud Select? Select? And he was like, yeah, Bud Slut. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but he keeps saying it the same way. <laughs> and like, I can't, I don't know how we got there. Um, but now I just call him Bud Slut for now. <laughs> Bud Slut so, 55. Uh, if you order it like that in those two states, I'll know what you're talking about. That's right. Of course they will. Um, so that's my story. But how do you feel about sloths? Tell us. Sloths, they're fine. They're a little creepy. They kind of have like that creepy grin on their face and they just kind of stare at you in a creepy way. But other, other than that, they seem fine. They got really long claws, but they ain't, they're not doing nothing with them. That's true. They're just looking they're cute. They're just slow. Um, I am jealous of their way of life. Just, you know... Living in Chillsville. That's that feels good. Yeah, I I like sloths. I was going to tell another story. I (laughs) I was waiting for like that's interesting you say it because a sloth tried to rip my brother's face off one time. Right. Now, uh, what was the story I was just going to tell? It's completely gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's back. I got it back. I did lose a game of trivia the other night. Exclusively because I didn't know where the power puffs. Oh, that's were right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm furious about it. And let me tell you why. In excruciating detail, <laughs> a group of five went to this trivia night. Four of the five were at the aforementioned Bud Slut night. <laughs> uh, the fifth was um, Nicholas's new. He's the president, not the southern guy. His new wife, who just came over from Germany. And they got married like immediately, courthouse ceremony for to help the immigration stuff. I mean, they love oh, each other. It wasn't, yeah, you know, sure, it's, above sure. it's above board. They're going to do a ceremony overseas in a year. But in any case, um, so we do this trivia night. We're crushing it. We're doing great. I'm, you know, I'm. I, I don't want to say I'm carrying the team, but I'm yeah. carrying the team. You know, we're good. I got them on the back. I'm doing the people are helping. You know, yeah. they're, they're stiff on they defenders their, away. Their little, once their but, little things. They yeah, know. that's right. Um, but anyway, we're we're running down the field. We get to the end, and we have won. We are the winning team. We're in first place. And then they say we have a bonus round. And listen to this bullshit, Ian Peters. Listen to this very closely. In this bonus round, they're going to give you four questions. One, two, three, four. That's how many four is they're gonna <laughs> tell you those questions at one time and you have to all answer them all as a group and to get credit you have to get all four right mm-hmm. okay here's the bullshit though you are allowed to wager seven points a minimum of seven a maximum of 50 and it does not matter how many points you already have which isn't by the way a definition of a wager that's not how wagers work yeah. it doesn't matter how many points you already have you can just wager whatever so if you're the lowest scoring team you, just you have 21 points through six rounds and we have 60 points through six rounds you can wager 50 and why wouldn't you yeah. you know like if you're the lowest scoring team there's no detriment to wagering and the worst the other part is you can wager you wager at the end. So, like, once you've heard the question, do you know or you don't know whether you got it right or, you know, you have yeah. at least some confidence? Um, and you get 50 if you guess correctly. So, like... This feels backward. This feels all wrong. It's it's messed up. So they give us... It's superhero night is the theme for whatever reason. So they give us four superheroes. And it's... Um, it's... Daredevil, that's easy. Hell's Kitchen, done. done. You know, Black Panther, that's easy. Wakanda, done. RoboCop, I might not have known, but one of the older folks at our table, Detroit, easy, done. Then it's the Powerpuff Girls, yeah. and I have no friggin' clue. And I, um, I friggin' blanked. I didn't know. I, I I've watched some Powerpuff Girls, but it's been so long. Couldn't remember. I guess Mojo City because Mojo Jojo because that's all I could remember. I was obviously wrong. We got we wagered seven points and somehow we ended up in fourth place because all the young people or the cheaters I'm guessing cheaters <laughs> wrote all the right answers and wagered their points and I'm still furious. And as far as I'm concerned, we won 
the trivia tournament. And I want to hear from the people whether they think this last, this bogus last round is bogus or not. And if you say it's not, I would just invite you never to listen to the podcast <laughs> again. You're not welcome here. <laughs> um, uh, so that was my uh, trivia experience. How do you feel about how do you feel about trivia just in general? You know, I like it. I'm not. I've never done a trivia night on it. Well, no, we did do the trivia night together. That That's one. right. That's the only one I think I've ever done actually. Um, I should do more of those because I feel like I do have a lot of useless information in my brain that I could use to uh, prove my superiority to others. Um, well, that does suck. What a bonus round. It's just the end of the game. And just uh, we're in first. That's the end. They're like bonus round. Anything can happen. It All those points like I... from before don't matter. It turned into a uh, whose line. Mm-hmm. These points don't matter. You're right. It was whose line, is it anyway? And those rules are also bonus. <laughs> Colin should win every time. <laughs> um, I just don't even, I don't, I can't even, I don't even, I can't, I can't, don't. But anyway, that's my trivia sob story. Uh, anything you'd like to talk about? It was your birthday yesterday? Uh, yep. 32. Um, 32 and I'm through. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. 32 feeling brand new and up just feel, feels like 30. feels like I'll start feeling like not 30 when I hit 36. And then I'm uh, like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't like the what direction this is headed yeah, in. Yeah, right. It's fine. It's great. Try Vicia. Vicia. It's a little restaurant in the Cortex section of St. Louis. If you don't know what that is, you're not cool enough. That's right. Or you're like most people. That's right. Um, so that's it. That's all you've got. That's all I got. Okay. All right. Uh, how do you feel about Clash at the Castle tomorrow again? <laughs> I'm upset that I'm not going to be able to watch it live. Yeah, I'm pretty upset about it too. I'm pretty heartbroken. Um, I kind of want no spoilers, but I feel like if I, I'm just gonna, even if I touch Twitter, I'm going to see something, and I'm like, ah, fuck. I mean, I watched SummerSlam while I knew pretty much all the outcomes, and that was still fun. So. Will Drew McIntyre win tomorrow against Roman Reigns, Stephen? Your thoughts? Yes. He will? Really? I think I think, I think for a couple of reasons. First of all, when Drew McIntyre won the title the first time, beat Brock Lesnar, it was in an empty arena. So the man never really got to have his like crowning achievement moment. Right. And this is as close as you can get to that without winning at the end of a WrestleMania. Secondly, if they have Drew McIntyre lose here, I don't know how they could ever believably build anyone else up to beat Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Like, I just, I'm sure they could. Triple H is very good at what he does. I get it. And Triple H also, if NXT is to be judged, is very reticent to, like, pull titles off of people. So that title reign could go forever. Yeah. But, like, I just don't see... I just feel like now is the time to like break it, break the streak, have Drew take the belts, then somehow you can get one of them or both of them off him pretty quickly and, you know, do it so you can have them separated again because that wasn't really, I don't think that's something they want to do long term. Maybe right. it is, but it doesn't seem like it is. And then, you know, you go from there and Triple H is like fully in control. But like, I mean, I'm certainly not guaranteeing it. I have no idea, but like that feels like the direction we're going. I feel like you've been pretty good on these predictions, so now I feel like now now I'm now I'm believing, and I really wasn't believing before, which will be even better when uh, Roman Reigns wins it again or defends it, and then I can be like, oh wow, now now I was surprised that he won, even though I shouldn't be surprised. It should be fun. I'm also gonna miss that like three three person women's tag team match that. Mm, it's gonna sad. be good too it's gonna be real good uh i'm really excited I, i'm stoked for that show and then uh nxt worlds collide the night after people care about this a lot they're so excited they uh someone in a group thread i'm in um asked about AEW and was like is that a thing that's gonna stand or stay around for a while and like i just launched into a whole <laughs> thing and then i like immediately felt so much shame for like acknowledging that I'd ever watched wrestling or knew what AW was. And you said, oh, or, or then you just ended with, or who knows what can happen. Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, 
that's my preview of Clash at the Castle. I think we're done. I can't. We squeeze this lemon as much as we can squeeze. I'm so dry right now. That's right. In, in what ways? In what ways? You'll, you'll never. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> stop. Pull the plug. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, folks, that's it. That's all we got. See you in Cardiff. See you next week. Prospect Pyramid's coming. You got you got to pick. You gotta, oh yeah, you got to pick. pick. Oh, there's yeah, a oh oh sorry sorry. There's a Pokemon, a new Pokemon that's like an A I I A A. It's like a monkey looking thing, uh-huh. and it spray paints on stuff with its fingers or like paints on What's stuff it with its fingers. It's called like Graffiti because it like graffitis and it's like a, an I I monkey. Um, it looks kind of weird. But it's a poison normal type, which they've never had before. So poison normal. Who I know, cares about normal? I know normal can be boring, but it opens you up to a lot of stab moves. You know, you can do hyper beam and all this other stuff. And <laughs> now tackle does more damage because it's a stab move. Um, it looks kind of cool. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not totally sold yet. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We'll get you sold in a week. Is it out in a week? No, no, no. Oh, jeez. No, no, no. the, by the next time we record. I was, like, super excited. Um, no, it's out in a little over two months. Sweet. Well, the whole bonus bonus episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should. We should legitimately. Two versions, one Pokemon. That's right. <laughs> one world. <laughs> one Scarlet, one whatever what's the other one violet violet one pokemon you know scarlet is closer to red than violet is to blue i just have to say technically that just feels like violet's blue scarlet's a kind of red okay we gotta stop talking (laughs) goodbye everybody have a great day (laughs) see Out of time, so sick.